This is a season-long podcast in support of the YouTube channel Season Long Baller. Thank you for joining us for another season-long podcast. This is number 49, and we are coming off of a victory yesterday over the Cleveland Cavaliers, 63-57. So you see us doing a shoot-around. The Wizards are off today, and they are back in action on the West Coast against Golden State. And we'll talk about that schedule coming up next week in just a bit. But first, let's take a look at the Washington Wizards schedule. Well, actually, before we get to that, let's take a quick review of what happened last week where the Wizards went 2-1 and one immediately following the All-Star break. So you see an 83-71 victory over the Denver Nuggets got slaughtered by the Oklahoma City Thunder 80-56. to Woo, yeah, harsh loss there. Uh, another defeat to a Western Conference team, but we did split with the Thunder this season. And then the aforementioned 63 57 victory over Cleveland. So in the East, that means that the Wizards right now are still holding the one seed. And you can see the places for the rest of the conference. The Knicks, the Heat, the 76ers, the Pacers, and the Cavaliers right now holding the six teams that would not be in the play-in tournament. And we'll take a look at the West in just a bit. But first, because we're going to talk about the West in, in a preview for next week. So we'll get to the West. So right now, taking a look at the defensive stats for the Washington Wizards, which we kind of don't talk about sometimes, some of the individual stats. Jamon Summers is leading the team in steals with half a steal a game. Again, this one surprises me. Now, you know I make no bones about the fact that I am probably the worst perimeter defender <laughs> on the team, and I am giving up more points per game than any player in the league. But I'm surprised that DeLon Wright is only averaging half a steal a game. It seems that he's always making some kind of defensive play in every game against, you know, elite offensive scores, which is part of the reason why he's usually guarding the, the you know, those shooting guards. And part of the reason I believe that Unsell Jr. changed the lineup back in mid-November to get better defense in as opposed to having uh, Jordan Poole starting at the two. Now Poole is, started, Poole is coming off the bench, and we'll talk about that in a bit as well. But... You see Summers, half a steal, DeLon Wright with half a steal, and then just under that, Gafford, Shingoon, and Kyle Kuzma all at .4 steals a game. Leading the team in blocks, Daniel Gafford at 0.7 blocks a game. Last season on NBA 2K23, where he was our backup center, and he is our backup center again behind Shingoon after the deal uh, earlier this month, but uh, in our simulation, of course, and he was averaging nearly a block and a half coming off the bench behind Kristoff uh, Porzingis last season on NBA 2K23. This season, starting a lot of games, as you see here, he's started 36 games and played in uh, 45 games as he has been injured this, uh, for a portion of the season as well. He is averaging under uh, a one block a game, which I do find interesting. But as the starter, he's only got 0.7 blocks per game. So in the rebounding department, Shingun is leading the team in rebounding. However, I do wonder what that number would be exclusive, exclusively for the Wizards. The 5.8 is a combination of him with the Rockets and with the Wizards. So I do wonder if that 5.8 is a true representation of what he's done with the Wizards. I, I mean, that's probably what his pace is, but I don't know if that's what the number is for just the Wizards. And consequently, Jamon Summers, our player build, has 5.6, just a little bit over five and a half rebounds a game. 
and he has been leading the team. We, we've been leading the team in rebounding basically all season. Daniel Gafford in and out of the lineup, starting most of the games, coming off the bench once we acquire Shingun, as I mentioned, is averaging just a hair under five rebounds a game. So another interesting stat, something that we really have not talked about uh, all season long, only two Wizards have played and started in every game. That's our player build, of course, <laughs> us, and Kyle Kuzma. All 57 games, the uh, Kuzma and Summers have played and started. As you see, Avdia has played in every game as well. Jordan Poole has played in every game. But they have, of course, have not started every game. So Avdia has started the the third amount or second, the third amount most games with 46. And uh, DeLon Wright has started 45. Shingun, again, has started 37 games but again that's probably reflective of some time with the Rockets Daniel Gaffer as we mentioned a moment ago in terms of the starts and plays he's played 45 but he has started 36 and then as you see those numbers change a little bit as you get further down Jordan Poole has started 12 games Mike Muscula has started 12 games as well Muscala only playing in 46 games and Poole playing as I mentioned before all 57 games so that leads me into our player rotations which we have never talked about as well as you see summers has the suggested 32 uh, 33 minutes or 32 now we play six minute quarters so this suggestion is kind of based on the full 48 minutes so it has to be adjusted as the game goes along but you'll see the top half of the rotation summers is average well has the most minutes or it was tied with Kuzma which again kind of ties into that most starts and most games most starts by uh, the two highest players Summers and Kuzma and then you see DeLon Wright's minutes Avdia Daniel Gafford and Tyus Jones is the sixth man and then Jordan Poole is our seventh man now the bottom half of that rotation you'll notice that Shengun since he's injured he's on the reserves Patrick um Patrick Baldwin Jr is uh, normally at zero minutes, but due to the injury with Shangun, he has been playing some time and getting, you know, a random couple minutes in some parts of games. Baldwin has only been playing when we've had a center injured, so he's been one, like one of the last big men to come off the bench. And remember, Baldwin Jr. was part of that deal that sent Chris Paul to Golden State and Jordan Poole to Washington. You'll also see that Koulibaly is getting 15 minutes in the suggested, and Gallinari is getting 12 minutes in that suggestion as well. Your players of the week, the last couple weeks have gone to our player build, Jamon Summers. We have easily more of these uh, player of the week wins than anybody else in the East or the West. And player of the month right now, it's a clean sweep for our player build, having won the player of the month in the East, November, December, and January. Meanwhile, in the West, you see it's Joker, Doncic, and Shea have won in November, December, and January, respectively. Now, the injury report, mentioning this because Pascal Siakam has a ruptured right Achilles and is out for the season. I would say, yes, that's definite he's going to be out for the season. But last season on NBA 2K23 in our simulation, Jason Tatum had an Achilles injury, and he supposedly was out for the season. And it it slowly kind of backtracked his way until he returned, like, right before the playoffs, a few games before the playoffs. His injury, though, was 
way towards the earlier part of the season. Uh, Siakam has not been injured, uh, got injured not too long ago. So I do suspect that he will be out for longer, but uh, we'll, we'll, we will see. As you see, KCP was out in our game against the Nuggets. He is out uh, six to eight weeks. And Shingun here near the bottom of our chart, still out for two to f- uh, four weeks, injured in the Mavericks game where we were uh, beaten on a last-minute shot by uh, Luka Doncic. He has been out for two to four weeks. He will be out two to four weeks due to that um, right hip injury sustained in the Mavericks game. All right, so next week, I've already mentioned that tomorrow we will be taking on Golden State in Golden State. Then we've got back-to-back games in L.A., on the road against the Lakers, who we have not played at all this season, and the Clippers, who we have played already at home in D.C., and we did get a victory. And those are our three games coming up this week. So where are the Lakers standing? So we'll take a quick look at the Western Conference right now. The Lakers right now, it's a tight, it's, it's a tight battle out West, but as you can see, the Lakers are the one seed at the moment. Just a half game over the Mavericks. The Warriors are the three seed, who we are playing tomorrow, and the rest of the standings right there. The Warriors, Pelicans, Clippers, and Thunder rounding out those top six that are not in the play-in game. Uh, Taking a closer look at the preview uh, for our game with the Lakers, uh, remember we'll play Golden State tomorrow, and then we have the Lakers on Thursday. Lakers right now 36 and 23. They have won one game in a row. Both the Lakers and us 7 and 3 in our last 10. We are 21 and 6 at home. The Lakers are uh well we're I should say really since we're on the road. We're 24 and 6 away from uh DC while the Lakers are 17 and 11 at home. Our number 1 ranked offense 70.1 a game which Again, I think that's because we are doing the simulation because we're actually playing these games. The Lakers are averaging 59 and a half points per game. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Season Long Podcast. Again, we've got Golden State tomorrow, then the Lakers on Thursday, the Clippers on Friday, and that rounds out our week. And we'll be happy to see you next Monday in March for season-long podcast number 50. Thank you very much for watching. If you like what we do on the channel, please hit us with that like and subscribe. It is much appreciated. Have a wonderful rest of your day. That's it for season-long baller. Peace.